my father Yazid put aside some dinars to give in charity. So he placed them in the hand of the person in the masjid yani, to give out on his behalf. I came along, took the dinars and brought them to him. He said, by Allah, I did not intend giving them to you. We then went and presented the case before the Messenger of Allah. So then the Messenger of Allah said, O Yazid, you will receive what you intended. And O man, you may keep what you took. MashaAllah. So... Um, this is a unique narration in that the narrator, that uh, Ma'an ibn Yazid. So he's Abi Yazid, meaning he had a son named Yazid. And his father was also, his name was Yazid ibn al-Akhnas. He and his father and his grandfather were all Sahaba. In fact, they all fought in the Battle of Badr. And perhaps that was the only that, uh, family that had three generations, all of them fighting in the Battle of Badr. So his father, Yazid, wanted to give out charity. So he goes and he finds a man in the masjid and gives the charity to him, which is a proof that it's permissible to give charity to someone else trustworthy to pass out on your behalf. And it's also sometimes what people do to hide their charity. And um, sometimes they, they don't want to give it to someone directly because then they're going to know they were the ones that gave it to him. So you can give it to someone else. So this is what Yazid did in this instance. And so then his son that came to the masjid. And he was deserving of charity because he was in need. So the man that his father appointed to give out the charity gave the charity to his son. So his son, that Ma'an, comes back to his father and he has the dinars. And so then his father says to him, is that I didn't intend to give them to you. And so then he says, So we presented the case to the Messenger of Allah. And your chasm is literally like, you know, you have the plaintiff and the defendant when you like take someone to court, right? And so they go to the Messenger of Allah, which is also a proof. Uh, normally, when it comes to these things, that you're not supposed to do this with your parents. Your parents that tell you to do something or not to do something or not approval. They're not, they don't approve something. Then you have to be careful with that. But in this case, because it's a religious matter, it's perfectly legitimate to that try to find the understand the ruling of Allah in it, and it's not considered to be disobedient to the parents. So they go to the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, and then he says that to the father, is that you will receive what you intended. You gave out charity, you have your reward for what you've done. And that in terms of ma'an, because he was deserving and it was done in a, lay, a way that was permissible. He says, you may keep what you took. 
And again, this is in the chapter of Ikhlas because it's all about Niyyah. So in this particular situation, uh, charity returned to the family in that particular way and everybody that receives what they receives in re received in relation to that. So this is a little bit of a longer hadith, hadith number six. So I'll just read through the Arabic and then the translation in one go. وَنَا نَبِي إِسْحَاقْ صَادِ بِنَا بِوَقَاسْ مَالِكِ بِنْ أُحَيْبِ بِنْ عَبْدِ مَنَافِ بِنْ زُهْرَ بِنْ كِلَابِ مَمُرَّ بِنْ كَعْبِ بِنْ لُوَيْ الْكُرَشِي الزُهْرِ رضي الله عنه أحد العشرة المشهود لهم بالجنة رضي الله عنهم قال جاءني رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يعودني عم حجة الوضع من وجع اشتد به فقلت يا رسول الله إني قد بلغ مي من الوجع ما ترى وأنا ذو مال ولا يرثن إلا ابن تنلي أفأتصدق بثلث مالي قال لا قلت فالشطر يا رسول الله فقال لا قلت فالثلث يا رسول الله قال الثلث والثلث كثير أو كبير إنك انتظر انتظر ورثتك أغنياء خير من انتظرهم عادة يتكففون الناس وإنك لن تنفك نفقة تبتغي بها وجه الله إلا أجلت عليها حتى ما تجعل في في امرأتك قال فقلت يا رسول الله أخلف بعد أصحابي قال إنك لن تخلف فتعمل عملا تبتغي به وجه الله إلا ازددت به درجة ورفعة ولعلك أن تخلف حتى ينتفع بك أقواما ويضر بك آخرون اللهم أمضي لأصحاب هجرتهم ولا تردهم على عقابهم لكن البائس سعد بن خوله يرثي له رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أن مات بمكة متفق عليه so Sa'd ibn Abi Waqas, one of the ten Sahaba who were given the glad tidings of paradise. So the Khulafa al-Rashidin, the four, four of them, and then there's six of others. One of them was Sayyidina Sa'd. So he's the narrator here, and he's one of the great Sahaba of Rasulullah The Messenger of Allah visited me in the year of the farewell pilgrimage because I was afflicted with a serious illness. So this is how he was. He would visit his companion Sallallahu and this is Sunnah when people are ill. So he said, I said, O Messenger of Allah, can you see the severity of my illness? And I am a wealthy person with no heirs except a daughter. The fact that he mentioned his sickness to the Prophet indicates it's permissible to speak about your illness to a doctor or to a righteous person so that they can make dua for you. Um, and other than that, to just mention it for the sake of mentioning it, and by way of complaining, is considered to be something that is disliked. So then the Prophet respond to him, responded to him, he replied, No, I asked, a half, O Messenger of Allah. Uh, and then he replied, No, I asked, a third, O Messenger of Allah. He replied, A third is fine, but even a third is a lot or much. It is better for you to leave your heirs wealthy than to leave them poor and begging from people. So that when we that uh, we have the ability to that give out in charity one-third of our estate. Anything more than that is impermissible. And the remaining part of the estate, up, uh, other than the, the third, the two-thirds, is distributed amongst the heirs. Those are the people that receive the bequests. He replied, so then uh, that uh, the Prophet said, Sallallahu you will most certainly be rewarded for whatever you spend for the pleasure of Allah, even for the morsel of food which you place in your wife's mouth. So in the hadith it says, fee, fee. That's not a mistake, because the fee here is your femme. 
the femme, and then there's it's a perfectly valid way to that refer to the femme without the meme. So fi fi femratik, right? In the the mouth of your wife. In other words, you get reward for everything. And of course here that this relates to the acts that we do sincerely for the sake of Allah. And so Sa'd ibn Abi Waqas was one of those who migrated from Mecca to Medina and made the hijrah. And then at this time he was in Mecca and he had worried that after having had made the hijrah that he was going to die in Mecca. And this is the way that the companions were, is that once they did something for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, they never wanted to go back. So he wanted to have made the hijrah and die in Medina to the complete his act that he did for the sake of Allah Tabaraka. So he was worried that he was going to pass away in Mecca, in Muqarramah. And so he said, O Messenger of Allah, will I be left behind after my companions? I.e. that he's sick, he can't go back, thinking that he's going to die there, whereas the companions are going to go back. He replied, you will not be left behind, for whatever deeds you do for the pleasure of Allah, Azza will increase in you in status and rank. And perhaps you'll be left behind so that some people will, be, will benefit from you while others will be harmed of you. Uh, and this is indicating that, uh, that he was going to live that after this time period and to actually live into the future, which is exactly what happened. And that he didn't pass away until the year 55 of the Hijrah. So long after the Prophet ﷺ. And he's buried in Medina and Munawwara. And that he was one of those who spread Islam uh, to that other parts of the world. And that was the one who was uh, in charge, uh, was the, in charge of the battles, that many of which that they were successful in, in Iraq, in Madain. Now, and so the, then the Prophet said, وسلم, O Allah, complete for my Sahaba their immigration. And do not let them turn back on their heels. However, the unfortunate Sa'd ibn Khawla, the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, lamented over him because he passed away in Mecca and Muqarramah. And um, according to some of the scholars, um, that he didn't migrate and passed away in Mecca. Or according to others, is that he that migrated and then returned. And so there's difference of opinion about that. But this is the desire of the Prophet for his companions to reach the highest degrees of closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that every act that is that we do, that we do so with the utmost sincerity. And inshallah ta'ala, that it be completed in this world and the next. May Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq and to bless us in all of our affairs. Give us insights into these blessed words of our Prophet Maybe these meanings penetrate our heart. And may they lead us to understand his sunnah and to put to practice in every aspect of our life. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.